This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, um, I wanted a little bit to uh, talk a little bit about a parish in the Torah that's kind of last week's, this week's, past week's Sedra. It's sort of stuck in the middle. It doesn't get noticed because so many other glamorous things going on. Uh, Hashem told Moshe, I'm going to bring another nega, and then he says, Daben please speak to them. And ask, borrow, everybody should borrow from their friends, um, gold and silver kalim. And everything went well. So, a few points on, on this act of borrowing. First of all, I mean, they meant to keep it. So why did they start by borrowing it? Why didn't they just say, take it from them? You know, I guess the reason why we're allowed to keep it is because, it, because we're owed for all the work we did, so go to the Mitzvah and take it from them. It's hard to believe that if the Mitzvah could have resisted, they would have been so sweet and given it to them. Or, wait for them to die, and they'll take it. So, what's the point of that? Um, another Nakuda, Rashi brings a Gemara. Dabinoi says, Eina Eloshin Vakasha. Vivakasha Mimcha has hearing on Kach. I'm asking you to, to, to please push them to do it. Shaloyomo said, Sadik Avram, Avram shouldn't come to me with a tine and say, Listen, Avod Binoi Sam, you kept. And the other half, Achei Yitzchurush Godel, Lokimbe. So, it's a Gemara that Rashi brings. To which the obvious question that's asked is, I would assume that a Kaddish Baruch Hu would need to keep his word, even if nobody would complain about it. Kaddish Baruch Hu is there, he's Emes, and he's supposed to keep his word. So what do I care that he wouldn't, um, that Avram would come and complain? And without Avram's complaint, what would be the, what, what would be the, so the Goyen asks this cash, amongst many others, and the Goyen says the following. The Goyen says in Imenon, Gemara Brachas, that's where the Gemara says it in Baftes. The Goyen says, because really they got everything of the Mitzrim by the time that they were, um, you know, by the time they got to the Yam, at the Bizas Yam, they had everything that was left over. So there was eight days of a gap between going out of Mitzrayim and getting Bizas Yam. So Avram's complaint would be during those eight days. That's what the guy says. What does it mean? I mean, Avram's a Shemayim. I, I don't know exactly how things work in Shemayim. And, um, it, it's, it, but it's hard to believe. What, whatever it is, so for those eight days, there'll be a Taina. And so what? Can he, can't he see the future? Doesn't he know there'll be business I am? What does it mean? What does it mean that those eight days of Taina is... That's why I had to do this whole thing. Um, afterwards, and I realized there was no time. Very, very hard to understand what it means. One more third thing, a diuk here. It says here, Vayinatslu, um, it, it, it says when they actually carried out what they said, so the Max Bukharis came, and everybody got, everybody got all excited, and they ran his soul. They saw also the Rimaish, they actually did it. Vayishalu, agreed to it. They lent him. 
Vayinatsas Mitzrayim means they emptied out Mitzrayim. They emptied it out. Nasikim Mitzulabli Dogim. Now, um, let's try to ask ourselves the following question. Let, let's, let's take the word Vayinatsu, means to empty out. Let's say somebody, let's say I approach somebody to, um, I approach somebody for a donation for the yeshiva. And I come back and someone asks me, "No, were you matzliach? Did you get a nice donation? I say, he gave me every penny that he had. That still doesn't answer the question. Could be he had $15 to his name in the bank account, that's what he gave me. It's not going, it's not, it's not going to be a lot. On the other hand, if let's say somebody has millions and billions of dollars, and I get for, for, the, for the yeshiva, I don't know, a huge sum, $10 million. And then I come back and I, says, I say, I feel bad, he still has some money left over in the bank. I didn't get everything. That would be kind of weird on my part. I mean, so what? I got, I got a lot of money, and plenty of money, and so on. So what do you care? But we want to say we got a lot from Mitzrayim. So they should say, you know, they, 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 they took out Rechush Kaveh Ma'oid. They took out a lot of Rechush, or something like that. But Vayinatsa means they emptied out Mitzrayim. It doesn't really tell me what they got, because it could be Mitzrayim by this time, we're down to the, to, the, to the bottom part of the savings account. And it's not a Midah Tova when, when they, you know, what's the difference if I left over a Mitzrayim a million here, a million there? So what? Those are points that I'd like to explore here. Um, let's go back to something called Brisbane Absarim. Brisbane Absarim is where Akadosh Prabhu promised Avram this Rechushkar. Let's read it together. Let, let's, let's get a sense of the Brisbane Absarim. Akadosh Prabhu takes Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu is at his best. And Akadosh Prabhu says, I want to forge a bris with you. Now, what does forging a bris mean? Normally it means I promise you something and I commit myself in the strongest way possible. That's what a bris is. For instance, on a human level, a bris is usually I'll go fight for you. So, so Avram and, and, and Avram and Dalmaloch and Lo, the bris over there is if you get attacked, I will risk my neck for you. A bris is a, a bris is a very strong commitment. That's what a bris is. When it comes to our Kaddish Baruch Hu, a bris means it's a commitment so strong that nothing will cause it to disappear. No aver is nothing. That's what Rishonim say when our Kaddish Baruch Hu promises something with a bris, it lasts. It's there forever. Bris avos and so on. That's what a bris is. It's a very firm commitment. So let's let's play it out in in um, how we would normally use it. So let's say I tell somebody, you know what? You're going to college. Um, it's going to cost you uh, uh, $120,000. I'm committing myself to pay for your education. Wow, that's great. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. I'll promise. Are you sure? You're sure? I'll give you my hand. I'll give you my word. And so on. So that makes a lot of sense that I'm promising it to you. I'm committing myself. Because I don't know if you'll follow through. It's a big amount of money. It's for my toelis. So the person asking for it, or the, or, or, the, or, the, or the beneficiary, is going to ask for the person to give a very strong commitment to be satisfied. Let's get annoyed with you. And I tell you, listen, if you come in once more to my house unannounced, I'm going to take a stick and beat you. 
Okay. Now, would it make sense to say, and I want to tell you, I'm going to commit myself to it. I'll give it to you in writing. I'll, I'll promise you. I'll swear. What for? I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's like, I believe you. I, I trust you when it comes to, to, to walking around and with a stick and hitting. I trust you. So, what's, so there's no point to it. So, so a, a, a bris in being a very strong commitment makes a lot of sense when the beneficiary is sort of getting the bris as, as a certification that the good is there for good. But if I'm, if I'm, if I'm promising something that's not good, I tell you, you know what? I don't need it in writing. Please, I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take you for your word. Let's go to the passage. And Kashmir takes Avram, and this is this is the central bris that he forges the Bnei Yisrael. Vayomal Avram, he calls Avram, Yadoa Teida Kiger Yazacha Ba'aretz Lolahem. I, I, you should know your child, your children will be in a land that's not theirs. Vavodum, they'll be worked. Veino Osam, they'll be tortured, they'll be hurt, Arba Me'ashana. For 400 years. That's the main thing. Then he says, the way the gam is a I'm going to take care of the people that worked him. So what's the Gashbrook promising them? Slavery? So what's, I cannot, I even, if, if, if I were doing the Brisbane Observe, I would promise the Rechush let's say, if that's the important thing, or Eretz Yisrael, which is really what it's promising. That's the next piece. Of of Bayom or Kashmir Prisley Malazakim says, and I would put the other piece about Gerzach Baratzalim as a nevur. Akashbar was telling Avram, by the way, it's not going to be all roses. There's going to be some really rough spots. But but the the token of the bris on this, it, it, it later on the pasuk recaps the Bayom or Kashmir Prisley Malazakim not Zaratzal so so. How does that read? How do we read it? So we're going to have to rethink. Exactly how we understand what Akash Prabhu promised Avram in terms of Eretz Yisrael and so on. Let's go to a Mishnah in Perkeovis. The Mishnah says something, um, the Mishnah says a similar item by two people. Asara Doros me Adam vad Noach. There were ten generations of Adam till Noach. Adam was good, was a tzaddik. Noach was a tzaddik in his ten generations. Lodia kama erech apayim to teach you how much a Kedushbrach was Erech HaPayim. Shekol Hadoro All the generations did wrong and bad. Ad Sheba Until he brought the Mabel. So Kedushbrach was willing to wait ten Doros for Noach to come around. Okay, we're here. Again. Asara Doros Minoach Baravram. Lodia Kama Erech HaPayim Lefanov. Shekol Hadoros Avachisim Okay, same exact as Adam to Noach. One difference. At Sheba Avram Avinu v'kibos Avram Avinu was v'kibos Big difference. The mission is side by side. Adam to Noach has ten generations. Akash Prabhu is willing to wait through ten. And Noach gets, and, and Noach gets to, to live. And ten generations of Avram, and Avram gets a schar What's the pshat here? So let's understand this. And, and this is really going to the heart of what Avraham Avinu is, as opposed to Noah, who is a, a tzaddik. Noah is a quintessential tzaddik. He's called a tzaddik. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created a Bria, so that every element of the Bria has a purpose. And anything that went to waste 
is almost like a chilashem. If there's something in the Bria that didn't pan out, it's, it's, it means a Kashrochu created for nothing. So, from Adam to Noah, it's great that Noah finally deserves to survive. But what did a Kashrochu do? Ten generations of a Kashrochu's Maisidayim went into the garbage can, went into Noah. Could it be? Avram Avinu, his Mida was that he salvaged everything that there was. As an Ephashish Avram means, Avram and Abu Megayer people, it's not only the people in this generation. If, if, I am, if I bring back a person to do good, it means that his great-great-grandfather has the schus that the realization of his own Nekuda realizes itself within that progeny. So, whenever I accomplish something good in the Bria, I justify everything that brought to it. It says before, we says, So Rashi says, he saw no good will come out of it. Because if some good will come out of it in the future, it means it's here. If I have something, if I have a piece of paper, a, a, a check, whose time has passed already, I throw it into the garbage. I can't collect with it. If I have a check whose time will come, I watch of it carefully because it's going to be worth something sometime. So every single Nikuda de Bria that comes alive at some point and is good, that salvages retroactively everything that went into it. The, the Avram Avinu is called Av Hamon Goyim. He's the father to the multitude of everything that's in the Bria. Noah was a person that he himself is worth keeping alive. He's a tzaddik. That's great. But the generation before him, no, he, he, he did not affect in any way. And it still did not salvage what needed to be salvaged. Avram Avinu was the father of all the past generations. Because by being Megayer, the, 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 the people that they made, so it justified everything that brought to them. And therefore the Mishnah says that Avram Avinu um, was Kibble Schar Kenegit Kulam because Azra Abinikel Schar Kulam because he made the Kulam. He was the one that brought into the world whatever good there was in the world, he caused it to actualize and realize itself. So the first point we have is Avram Abinus Avoda is not only himself as opposed to Noah, his Avoda is to resurrect the world and to redeem it. The, uh, the Mitzvah Sisharim says in Zakdama that if you think into what a person's Chovas Balom is, we say one Chov Balomo is to be, um, to be Mis'anig Al Hashem, one is to be Mistabik Al Hashem, but he says ultimately, if you really ask yourself what makes a person, what is his Chov Balomo? To be, to, to be Mezaka the entire world with him. Because everything Akash Baruch put into the Bria, Every, every, it needs to find itself and become tov. It, it's called in Kabbalah and Nitzotzos of Ktusha, but we can think of it much simpler. First of all, people. People have different tchunas anefesh. People have different qualities. And it takes a certain level of hashba to help people realize their mitzias in Ktusha. That's one. 
the Gemara says, there, is, there are things of value that the Goyim have. And like the Ramam says in, in Kiddush HaChodesh, that all of the stuff he took from Greek books, but we really had it. But we lost it, and it became diffused amongst Goyim. He found it in, 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 in wherever he found it, and he feels he's bringing it back to Yiddishkeit. He writes that. He says, I'm bringing it back to, to Halacha, to Mishnah Torah, because, you know, to be able to find everything back there. Different things in psychology that we uncover, and then we realize, hey, that's really what Chazal meant. So, so there is truth out there, and it requires us to bring it to the Tov, and that is its redemption. So, in the world from Adam Chet onwards, much good was lost. The Eitz Adas Tovera means there's a total mishmash of the good and the bad, and in the bad there are pieces of good that Akash made, and Akash Baruch Hu's greatest rutz in the Bria is that those elements come back to where they're supposed to be, that they be recognized in the right form, in the right surah, where they should be. Just like a person, Ramosha, we take a person who's, who's not doing good, and what we're trying to do is not just to do tshuva, we're trying to get him to take his qualities and bring out those qualities l'tayva. That's Avram Avinu. Akarish Baruch Hu was kairis a bris with Avram. And the bris of Avram was that Kalal Yisrael would continue the Avedah of Avram. Um, the, 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 uh, the bris of Avram Avinu was um, the, 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 the different Mepharshim and why did we go to Mitzrayim? It's very not clear from the Pesukim. What, what do we do to deserve Mitzrayim? And the Mekubalim write, and again we'll use their Lashem, that there were Nitzaytzes of Kedush in Mitzrayim and we needed to salvage them. Whatever it means, there were either Nishamas there that, that became Dovah the Kaisal in the aircraft, there were certain good things there, there were certain assets, however we understand it, but the Pshan is the going into Mitzrayim was a process of salvaging. It also was a process of salvaging elements of Kali Yisrael. Because the people who died there, it was a sifting out process of the good in Kali Yisrael to bring it out Latov. That's what it was. So, so we took the Shamas, brought them into, into Mitzrayim, and from those neshamas that were still raw material and still unformed, we were able to extract the perfect neshamas that became causal when I'm Mitzrayim. So we ask ourselves, the going down in the Mitzrayim itself is the process of sifting out the good, meaning by getting rid of the junk and cholesterol, the excesses, we're left with the good, and by, and by finding the good in Mitzrayim, we're able to bring out everything salv- salvageable from Mitzrayim. So the Brisbane Absarim was exactly that. He told Avram, your children will descend into Mitzrayim, into the lowest part of Mitzrayim. That will give them the chance to take him out. And that's what he says. Va'achak and Yitzhak is not 
a, 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 a sort of uh, um, a, a consolation prize. Listen, you guys are going to have it pretty bad. You might as well come out per Chush Godel. That was the process. But means the result of which is going to be that you're going to come up with something. So, so it's not, he told them, I'm giving you a stroll, and, and you know what? There's also going to be a lot of bumps on the road. The bump in the road itself, the going to Mitzrayim means taking out the good, which is Eretz Yisrael. Let's give a marshal, and let's see if we, can, if, if, I can, if we can understand it. Imagine somebody worked hard all his life digging ditches. He works on the Kvisha Chadhead, which seems as like an eternal job of, of, of changing the Kvisha one direction, another direction, and it's made out of stone. So it's really tough stuff. He works very hard. He gets paid, don't he gets paid. And one day he wins a lottery ticket. So, he worked very hard for 20 years of his life, and then he won a lottery ticket. One and I'll do it the other. Let's say somebody's digging for gold, or diamonds, in that, in, in that same way. So, it's not the fact he's working hard from 9 to 6, and at 6 o'clock he finds a diamond. He's digging a diamond from 9 to 6. It's one thing. Um, let's take another marshal, just so we get a sense of it. Imagine a person started a business, and the business went belly up, collapsed, busted. Then he starts a second business, and that business goes okay. So, one business was terrible, and, and, and that was a terrible kufa. I had this business that was, and I, was, I had no money. I started a second business. But imagine a person is working hard at a business, and he, um, and because he want, doesn't want to draw much money off the business, he lives very, very simply. So that person is really, as he's, as he's, as he's going through his ascetism, is is not being nana from it. That's building the business. It's it's hainuhach. It's one and the same. So we have a a, a case of the bad and the good where it's two separate entities, first the bad, and then the good, they're not really one thing, and then we have a case where it's one and the same thing. What I'm doing is, I'm digging out, I'm, I'm, or, or I'm building up the business through hard work and self-denial. So, so it's one and the same. It, it, even though they're kind of, they could be very close together, it's, it's a world of difference. A guy who worked from nine to six digging ditches and then bought a lottery ticket, a lot only one, it's two separate activities. The person who got the, 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 the who, who was digging diamonds and at six he found the diamond, he was digging the diamond from nine to six. Do we understand that it's very, very different paulos, very different description of what's happening? Avram Avinu, Daftachat Avram Avinu was that your children would complete the process of digging out the good in the Bria, in themselves and in the Bria, and bring it to redemption, to Gula. Gula, in the big sense, was to take everything worthwhile. People, ideas, assets, anything that could be used for Avodah Hashem and his tov, to take that and bring it to its ticker. That's what he needed to do. So Avram Avinu, um, so if there would have been a separation of eight days between the two, it doesn't, we don't see exactly that it's one and the same thing. We don't see that the Avodah Ve'inu Osam is the Vachakez V'choshkado. 
And it would be defeating the purpose. It's like a price. If I tell you, you know, for 25 years, if, if I tell you for 25 years you're going to hunger and slave, and then I'll make you a millionaire. Nobody would do that. But if I tell you it'll take a long time to build up the business, but then it'll be a magnificent business, many people do it. Many people deny themselves for years in building up the business. Because it's, they, they feel as they're denying themselves, they feel they're building the business. There's a very different perspective on it. So, Akkadish Baruch, that's what the Goyen means. They have to be at the same time. Because then it's understood that the Avadim and the Inosom and the Achachahitz Baruch Gadol is one activity. Because that's what he promised Abraham, that's what it is. That's also the reason, I think, for the other two points we made over here. Avram Avinu, um, why was it done with Shiloh, this parasha of Yenatsu? The answer is as follows. If, if let's say the Mitzvah would die, and then I would take it, there's a gap. It was the Mitzvahs until 9 o'clock at night. 9 o'clock at night, it died, it became Hefka. I got it from Hefka. If I would steal it, so it's the Mitzvahs, and then it's mine. When I borrow it, it's halachically the only Hechetimza where it's, it's, it, it, it's the Mitzvahs that becomes mine. Because as long as I have it borrowed, it's the Mitzvahs. And the fact that I now have what's the mitzvahs is a much stronger version of it, that of, of me taking on what the mitzvah had. And finally, the Vayirokno song, by Vinatsos Mitzrayim, that says Vayirokno, if the purpose of this was to get a lot of gold, then my question doesn't have an answer. If you have a lot of gold, let's say how much gold they came out with. Say they came out with a lot of gold. Don't tell me they took everything Mitzrayim had. I don't know what they had. And what's wrong with taking a lot? If, you, if, if the idea is to get a lot, what do you get a mitzvah has a million or two left over? The answer is the purpose of, of the Rechush Gadol was not to get a lot of money for us. It was to bring out the best in Mitzrayim and to make it part of Kali Yisrael. If they would leave something over, it sort of defeated the purpose that we're going there for. So, so Vayiroknu is, is, is the Gemara of the Aftacha. It really is the key of the Aftacha Avram that your children will be deceived, that will sift through Mitzrayim and themselves, and take out everything good. Everything will come out with the net from Mitzrayim. I, I, I want to just supply it. it it's, 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 it's an extremely helpful hashkafa to adapt personally. Everybody has nisyonos, and everybody has hardships, and everybody really, really, you know, it, it, it takes a lot. To sit and learn, it takes a lot to become a bentora. It takes a lot to go and balancing a lot of hard things. When you think of it, of you know, I'm working hard, and then there's a reward also. It's not easy always. It's a it's a long and it's a hard uphill battle, and you know, it's 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 a prize at the end. Sometimes we're, we're good at it. Sometimes we're not good at it. And it's a little bit demoralizing. I'm working so hard, so hard, and the prize at the end is the prize at the end. But if we begin to understand that most of the time, the type of decisions we have can be understood. For instance, let's say a person is wrestling with laziness. He's lazy, doesn't want to get up, doesn't want to learn, doesn't want to that. And he pushes himself. So when he pushes himself, he's bringing out a certain koach nefesh in the pushing. Either my conscience becomes stronger, my, I say to myself, don't you want to be a Talmud Chacham? Don't you want to know how to learn? Do you want to be an Amaretz? Don't you want to do Ratz Hashem? 
So in the process of struggling, I'm usually strengthening a muscle. It's just like when I lift weights. It's not to try to lift weights for a few weeks. At the end of that, the gym gives you a prize, a pair of muscles. It's, it's the lifting of the weights is the muscle building. If we're able to look at our nisyonos and, and, and use a little bit of insight to think about what do I, a person would mark off big struggles. I was speaking to somebody just this morning. He, has a, 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 he, he comes from a family that was not that interested in him sitting and learning. And it's a big struggle for him to get them to agree for him to sit and learn and to learn here for a year or two, whatever. And it's hard for him. The struggle's not easy. And I told him, and, and I, I do feel it's okay, I said, you know, you're an easygoing person. And for you, this is the first time that you're really struggling with something. It, it's giving you a sense of who you are and what you want. And for the first time, you're not catching a ride on somebody else's car, but you're actually making decisions and, and, and fighting them till the end, don't you realize you're developing and maturing? You're bringing out a certain koch hanefesh in the struggle. The kochus the, the, the hanefesh that a person brings out when he struggles, it's not a reward. Like if I sat and learned, I became a masmi. I, 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 I drew the hasmada, the avasatari, out of myself by the struggle. It, it's a whole different way of looking at it, and it makes it so much easier because I understand, just like the person who, who the business thrives, but it requires two years of living on a shoestring budget. I've seen people like that. They're thrilled. They don't mind the fact that they haven't bought a new stitch of clothing in two years and that, and that they eat like the cheapest thing. Because of the, I'm building the business. A person who suffers many years and then a business comes his way still grumbles about the years that he, that he was deprived. But the person who's building with his deprivations, building the business, doesn't feel deprived at all. It, it's a hashtafa that I think that if we uh, adopt it and, and, and we, we incorporate it into our struggles, it'll, it'll make the struggles much more meaningful and it'll give us a much deeper understanding of what we're doing when we're struggling. We should be with our in the Sionos and our challenges and struggles to, to get to a good place and to realize that, that the effort and energy expended in that struggle is the reward itself. We became that which we struggled, which we struggled to do.